Good morning. It's December 1st, 2021 of the Jesus Calling. Um, for December, they give us... I've never got to the first day of the month, I think, so it's kind of exciting. It says, for December, uh, Isaiah 9, 6, For to us a child is born, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. December 1st, I love you with an everlasting love, which flows out from the depths of eternity. Before you were born, I knew you. Ponder the awesome mystery of a love that encompasses you from before birth to beyond the grave. Modern man has lost the perspective of eternity to distract himself with from the gaping jaws of death. He engages in ceaseless activity and amusement. The practice of being still in my presence is almost a lost art, yet it is still the very stillness that enables you to experience my eternal love. You need the certainty of my loving presence in order to weather the storms of life. During times of severe testing, even the best theology can fail you. If it isn't accompanied by experiential knowledge of me, the ultimate protection against sinking during life storms is devoted, devoting time to development to develop your friendship with me. Jeremiah thirty one three. The Lord appeared to us in the past, saying, "I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with loving kindness." Lamentations three twenty two through twenty six. Because of the Lord's great love. We are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for him. The Lord is good to those who hope is in him. To the one who seeks him, it is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Um. It is when they talk about how we engage ourselves in ceaseless activity and amusement to keep us distracted from the gaping jaws of death. Um, it's kind of funny, but then at the same time, really sad and so true. Um, I know. When I was younger, I used to hate to think about death. Not really in the sense that death was death, but um, because of thinking about eternity. Like, I just, my mind couldn't grasp it. And the fact that it would just go on and on and on and on forever, uh, I just, I always needed to keep myself distracted. Uh, I even, it's kind of weird, but if my thought went to uh, death and eternity as a as a kid, I would try to distract myself to think about pennies because I used to like, find, well, I still like it, but um, 
you know, finding pennies on the ground and seeing what year they are and what they kind of look like and stuff like that. Um, and it's weird to think that as a kid, I trained myself to change my thought like that. Um, nowadays, it's fun to think about eternity and God. Uh, and I don't know if that's just something that changes with age or if it's something that changes from practicing the lost art of being still. Uh, I used to be a lot better at it. A blessing that I had growing up was my parents uh, moved to the other side of town from where I went to school and where all my friends were. And it was a new neighborhood. So everything around it was just basically forest. Um, And there was only like maybe 10 or 12 houses in the neighborhood. And then a lot of the surrounding area was just land. Now it's all forest. Uh, Another sad or funny slash sad story is when they started to develop the lane as I got older, I was very upset because I felt like it was my land because I had roamed on it for so long. Um, But, you know, it's not mine. I didn't pay for it. I just got the blessing of getting to use it growing up. But all that to say is there was a lot of solitude time um, that I got to have because, you know, my friends were on the other side of town. Uh, They all engaged in video games anyways, which I didn't really get a chance to do, uh, which I'm, I'm thankful for. So I spent most of my time outside roaming um, around in the woods and fishing or making weird things or doing yard stuff. Uh, but I was always outside. So I kind of pictured myself as David, uh, being a kid out with the sheep, except I didn't have the sheep. Um, and I got to spend a lot of alone time with him, which was amazing. And looking back at it, I, I think more and more about how amazing that was that I got all those years of doing that. And then in college, uh, I still got to have a lot of alone time because I took a lot for me to study. uh, So I'd have to go off by myself to study a lot. And even though I'm studying, it was still like I was still studying with God because I had all those years of practice. Um, then when you get married and you have kids, it's uh, I'm still trying to figure that part out of finding the stillness with that. And I know I've had quite a few years where I probably should have figured that out by now, but maybe by retirement or sometime I'll, I'll get it figured out how to do the stillness there. Um, but I doing that helped me to figure out eternity and be or not figure it out but be comfortable with eternity realize that we were made for eternity enjoy thinking about that time with him uh when it talks about you need that time to go through to weather the storms of life and severe testing that even the best theology will fail you 
I find that so true uh, because during each of the testings that God has, I guess, put me through, which I'm, I live a very blessed life, so it's it's quite minor compared to what a lot of people around the world go through in testing. Um, but for me and my perspective, it was very difficult. Uh, each time something would of me or my beliefs would die. And it was, uh, you know, I guess you could say false theology or maybe not necessarily false theology, but the way I perceived that theology um, or I understood it would, would die during that, that time. And death is a painful process. Um, no one likes it. It takes time of, you know, grieving and all that stuff. I, I don't know how Job did it with all the things he went through, you know, cause the wife and everyone was just like, curse God and die. And I mean, I go through things so much smaller than him and I tend to be uh, very, very angry about it and uh, not necessarily curse him, but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> and I, I blame him. So I guess, uh, that could be part of cursing. And then I have to go through repentance and, and, and trying to walk through all that. And sometimes it goes quicker than others. I know for the, uh, probably the biggest testing for me was whenever the kids, uh, Isabel siblings were, you know, taken out of our home and, I, I mean, I wanted nothing to do with him for quite a while after that. Because um, it was like I did everything I felt like you were telling me to do. You know, I listened to you and then this happens. Like, that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. Like, I, and I, I understand if it seemed like they were going to somewhere better. But from my perspective, uh, it it wasn't. So, you know, I, that doesn't make any sense. And, you know, I don't know if I want to follow a God that's like that. And it took a long time for me to work on it. But the funny thing is, is he put me in a place of stillness where I had to recognize that he was God and be in his presence, uh, I tried to come up with activities to keep myself busy. Uh, like I, my yard had was surrounded by a chain link fence that had years of trees that grew through it. So I was like, I'm going to cut all these trees out of the chain link fence and cut all these trees down, build a new fence, um, which took a long time. Uh, I jack. <laughs> a Jaguar that I had been asking for since uh, the fifth grade of a friend's uncle. I, every time I'd see him, which was multiple times a year, I'd always say to him like, Hey, uh, when are you going to let me buy your Jaguar or give it to me? And he's, he had the same Jaguar. And then 
I saw him on Thanksgiving that year, and he was like, so are you going to buy my Jaguar for me? And I was like, my wife would not let me spend any money right now uh, because, you know, I'm not that great with money, and I tend to spend too much of it. Uh, so, you know, rightfully would she not be happy with me with money? And he was like, well, uh, how about if I just give it to you? And I was like, she never said anything about receiving a free gift. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. And, you know, there, there was God answering a prayer that I had ever since I was a little kid. And he gave me, he gave that Jaguar to me. And then, you know, my wife, my daughter, they, they didn't like working on it. You know, who wants to be out in a garage trying to restore this, this old, old thing. And sadly, I did end up spending a ton of money on the car, uh, <laughs> way too much. So it kind of did reverse that, that part wasn't God. That was all my flesh messing stuff up. But, uh, he gave me both of those projects working on cutting down those trees and the fence and working on the car, I had a ton of solitude time. And I went into that time very angry, uh, quite honestly, probably contemplating and not very good schemes of how to exact my revenge on this world for its messed up systems. Uh, It's sad. You can leave me alone for a period of time and I, I can either turn to God and be like just consumed with him and walk out and being like, let's, you know, if I walk past the person, they're going to be healed. And if I tell this person in a casket to come alive, they're going to come alive. You know, that kind of crazy, uh, not crazy. I mean, it's, it's crazy in our thinking, but you know, the Bible does say it can happen. Um, that I can leave like that or if I am not thinking of God and I'm trying to think of how the world's messed up and everything, I'll leave being like, you know, all the plans I come up with, I see actually lined up with a lot of Hitler's plans. And it's like, man, maybe that guy... But, I mean, I know it's horrible to say, but if you take God out of the equation, I mean, ultimately, that's where humanity is always going to lead us um, because we're just messed up without God. I tend to go to extremes. Anyways, he forced me into that time. And even though I didn't know it, even though I was working... I was angry and I was upset and working through that time, starting out with bad intentions, you know, because we're his and because he loves us and he, he doesn't give up on us. And he goes after that lost sheep, uh, that, that one, why the 99 still in the flock. Uh, he, he just kind of evades that space and, you know, works, works on us. You know, he he would show up and I'd be like, I don't want to talk to you, go away. But he would just stay there. And 
as that time went on, he continued to heal my heart and heal my perspective of him and put that eternity's perspective back in. And that best theology or my perspective of that theology, he, he, he killed it. It died. Uh, and I mean, I guess because I'm human, a new one was born. Um, and I'm sure at some point my misconceptions of those will have to die through a, another painful life storm process. But it was, it was a good gift and a good reminder of what being still and in his presence does. Uh, and I had gone so long without that stillness and presence. Uh, it was, he, he had to force me into it and it, it was very helpful. Um, now I guess my stillness and presence is when I get to go work on my boat or, try to work on blacksmithing but it ends up just into a jumbled mess of metal in the garage but you know those are those are work in progresses he but he I'm, I'm hoping to get to where I can figure out a more regular time I know you're probably listening and being like well that's why the bible talks about waking up early and praying and I want to do that I just I have a hard enough time as it is getting up to get in time for for work I don't I don't know what happened it just something changed around 30 I guess getting older it but uh yes that is a desire of mine so if you guys want to be praying that I get up early and and start doing that you know that would be great so with all of that, let's go ahead and go into prayer. Father, thank you for today. Thank you that you have appeared to us in the past saying, I have loved you with everlasting love. I have drawn you with loving kindness. Thank you that you drew us into existence, that you with your creative words, you you created this world we live in. And thank you that even when we try to want, run away from you and solitude, you bring us back to you. Uh, whether it's like the prodigal son where when he was in the solitude with the pigs, you drew him. Or... Uh, with uh, Elijah, when he tried to run away in the solitude in the desert, you you drew him back to you. Or with um, Hagar, when she was sent, she was forced to go away. Uh, you still, she was in solitude, and you drew her to you. Or myself, um, where I try to run away to my projects here on earth to get away from the pain that I was facing that time and to get away from you, you drew me to you. You 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 draw us in, in all the ways it's possible for the word draw to be used, whether in creation or, you know, 
bringing us back closer. You do that, and I, I thank you for that. You know, because you know, we aren't consumed by this world because of your great love, your compassion never fails. We know that there will be every morning that there will be new faithfulness and that we can honestly say the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for him. I ask, Father, that you help us, uh, especially me, but you know, for all of us listening, to be able to have that be a desire and have the will and the, the strength to be able to do that. That we will seek you and set our hope in you because you are good and because it is good to wait quietly on you. And that's where your salvation comes to us. That's where that internal love, uh, which changes us to be more like you, enters us. And I just, I ask for more of that for myself and for each of us and that we become so filled and consumed with it that wherever we walk it changes people and they they want that same eternal love that it just be emitting out of us like a beacon and it draws like just like you drew us to you you draw them to you through us that they are able to say, like, what's different with this person? And when they find out it's you, they they decide they want to wait quietly on you. And they have that desire and just keep repeating the process. <sighs> because you are that, you are so good. So thank you, Father. Thank you for today. Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for not giving up on us and for continually coming after us uh, so that you know, I could still be here today talking to you and talking to others about you because of the goodness of who you are. And thank you, Jesus, for going to the cross for us so that we would have this opportunity and for never giving up on us and giving us that perfect example of love. Um, We ask all this in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. Hope you all have a great day.